Government releases a recap tonight of the passage of the 2024-2025 budget, which passed in Parliament on Friday, the 15th of December, after two days of debate followed by a two-day Finance Committee deliberation. Premier and Minister for Finance and Economic Development, the Honorable Julianne O'Connor Conley, first presented the appropriation bill on Friday, December 8th, and it was passed following the third reading of the bill on Friday, December 15th. The next legislative steps are for the governor to assent to the bill and gazette as an act. Premier O'Conley Conley introduced the 2024-2025 budget as one that provided, quote, a united sustained path to recovery, hope, and prosperity. She notes the budget is in full compliance with the principles of responsible financial management as prescribed by the Public Management and Finance Act, known as the PMFA, and those specified in the Framework for Fiscal Responsibility. You can find the full statement and related documents online at gov.ky. During the proceedings, a proposed workers' accommodation building was discussed in Finance Committee. SMPs reviewed the budget appropriations for the Ministry of District Administration and Lands. A budget difference was identified between the allocations for equity investments of $7.9 million in 2024 and $3.2 million for 2025. Acting Chief Officer Wilbur Welcome. The reason for the decrease in 2025 is because we anticipate the large capital project in 2024 to be completed within the 2024 year. So in 2025, we're only expecting major expenses on the district administration renovation, as well as heavy duty vehicles and equipment again. The project is part of the Ministry of Education's pitch for two workers' accommodation buildings, a high school with a gymnasium, sports courts, and fencing on Major Donald Drive and Sunshine Drive in Cayman Brack. There is a capital plan for 2024 and 2025 that sees a major construction project being undertaken, which is the accommodation wing. So $6 million of that 2024 amount is towards the development of that accommodation wing, which is used to facilitate other major capital projects in Cayman Brack. So yes, there is a large amount, but the majority of that is for one major project that is actually currently out to procurement. As for updates with regard to the project, the matter headed back to the Development and Control Board on December 14th after being adjourned twice in September. The project, if approved, will see the workers' accommodation buildings being built first, followed by the remainder of the project. The decision from this month's DCB meeting with regard to the project has not yet been published on the planning.ky website. And speaking of the Sister Island Project, government has issued a formal request for proposals for the new Cayman Brack High School. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin reports. The tender is for a purpose-built school and hurricane shelter for 200 students and 40 staff in a building that, quote, supports the delivery of the existing curriculum. The project includes a gym for competitive sports and the previously mentioned separate accommodation block. Buildings must meet all health and safety requirements or exceed minimum international standards for schools. Government is looking for an environmentally friendly and efficient mechanical, electrical and plumbing system with central AC and restroom facilities. The successful contract will provide car parking for 80 vehicles along with five accessible parking spaces and a commercial grade kitchen facility capable of preparing up to 200 meals daily. The kitchen needs to have, quote, efficient cooking and ventilation systems to improve energy efficiency, efficient building services, and high-performance appliances, plumbing, and other facilities. The hurricane-rated accommodation should provide shelter capacity for a minimum of 600 people to a minimum hurricane rating of Category 5. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, 
I'm Dion Anglin. The information is available on government's Bonfire Hub procurement site, and the deadline to apply is January 15th. In other procurement news, the call is out for legal support as the country works to modernize its submarine cable system. On government's Bonfire Hub procurement site, the Infrastructure Ministry has published a request for proposals to, quote, proceed with securing legal support to assist with establishing a new international submarine cable system for the Cayman Islands. Cayman currently has two subsea cables, both of which were installed more than 20 years ago. They lie on the seabed and carry telecommunication signals. The project details say government has completed a strategic outline case and the outline business case and has appointed advisors to provide services and project management support in relation to the delivery. The support of this new RFP is to secure legal support to complement these resources for the duration of the work. The Central Planning Authority announces the National Development Plan, Plan Cayman, is back. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has more. Its reintroduction is done in collaboration with the Ministry of Planning, Agriculture, Housing and Infrastructure, the Department of Planning and the Ministry of Sustainability and Climate Resiliency. Plan Cayman is meant to represent a fresh chapter with a reinvigorated vision according to PAHI. Its purpose? It's to create a dynamic transformation of the physical development and land use framework for the Cayman Islands, replacing the outdated 1997 development plan. The renewed strategy will harness various communication channels to offer opportunities for engagement by all stakeholders in a meaningful dialogue that is essential for the plan's legitimacy and effectiveness. Pahi states this inclusive approach aims to foster a sense of ownership among residents, ensuring that Plan Cayman authentically reflects the community's vision for responsible development and land use. I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. The United People's Movement government is making use of previously earmarked yet unspent funds in the Environmental Protection Fund. Radio Cayman's Corsley Fuller has more on that. In addition to approving $14 million from the Environmental Protection Fund for the 2024 and 25 budgets for environmental services and research, MPs also recently greenlit using $10 million from the EPF for land purchases for conservation purposes. This issue was raised in Finance Committee while dealing with the upcoming two-year budget for land purchases for all three Cayman Islands totaling $3 million for each year, respectively. Leader of the Opposition, the Honorable Roy McTaggart. Looking at what was spent for 2023 of $16 million is quite a precipitous drop for 2024 and 2025. There's a resolution come in later by the Honorable Minister on, for the EPF fund for $10 million following the precedence. Um, when we were in government, that we did it for purchases of beach and for preservation and conservation, which will top up this $3 million. Premier and Chair of Finance Committee there, the Honorable Juliana O'Connor Connolly. The new Minister for Sustainability, the Honorable Catherine Ebanks-Wilkes, brought the motion which did carry in the House. Be it now therefore resolved that the expenditures totaling $10 million that are expected to be incurred in the period 1st January 2024 to 31st December 2025 be recognized and being expenditures whose aim is protecting and preserving the environment of the islands and such expenditures are to be in specific form of purchasing land for conservation in the islands. The Environmental Protection Fund is funded by departure fees levied on travelers leaving Cayman via the airport or cruise ship terminal. At the end of October, there was more than $51 million in the fund. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. To the courts now where a man on a visa charged with stealing landfill appears in summary court. Radio Cayman's Jevy Ebanks has more. A man charged with stealing five loads of landfill appeared in summary court on Tuesday. 
I'm Javi Ibanks with the details ahead. Lamar Shakes is facing several counts of theft. On the 13th of June, it is alleged that Mr. Shakes stole four truckloads of fill from a property in South Sound, valued at $1,000, and another truckload the next day. Mr. Shakes pleaded guilty and informed the courts that he wished to resolve the matter today, as he is on the island on a visa scheduled to expire on the 20th of December. Magistrate Kirsty Gunn issued him financial penalties totaling $600 or 60 days in prison for both offenses. Even though the materials had been returned, Mr. Shakes was told to pay compensation of $2,012 to cover the cost of recollecting and returning the loads before he departs the island tomorrow. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings.